It's working. Okay. Okay. We have two microphones. This is a step up in our podcast world. I was so excited because I ordered these two podcast microphones. I'm like, we're finally going to have an episode without technical difficulties. Episode 23. Here we go. But, (laughs) (laughs) but we will have technical difficulties because we found that my microphone catches your voice, right? So we'll see. You're going to have to do a lot of editing. Yeah, I'm not sure these are great podcast microphones because uh, they have too far of a width. But yeah, we'll, we'll see how this goes. Well, you're saying we need a COVID uh, plexiglass in between us to maybe... Yeah. To balance the sound off. Maybe. Yeah, but we don't have one. So here we go. Plenty out there. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Unfortunately. F A I R Y T A I L S. Welcome to Fairytales Podcast. Hi, Tiffany. Hi, Louise. Yeah, so we are living in a time of pandemic and disease. But COVID is not the only disease that the CDC is worried about spreading but also rabies in dogs. What's going on right now is that the travel ban on dogs continues. Earlier this year, our beloved emotional support animals were banned from all U.S. flights. Now, dogs are banned from flying into the U.S. The CDC has ordered that all borders are now closing to dogs. And this is, of course, affecting our sister rescues that are adopting and rescuing dogs from other countries like China, India, and Brazil, and many other places around the world. Yeah, so why is this decision made? Yeah, so they're banning the importation of dogs because of the puppy pandemic that happened in the midst of people sheltering in place to avoid the spread of COVID. Uh, so what happened, you know, is that everybody wanted a dog and we basically ran out of dogs in the shelters for a while, except the pit bulls. Um, and so people started looking for dogs abroad more. And instead of get, uh, getting primarily, you know, rescue dogs from abroad, they got puppies from abroad. Because uh, I'm telling, yeah, well, so what happened is that there has been an increase in fake rabies certifications oh. of dogs coming in from abroad. Okay. But what I'm telling you is that it's not the dog rescues that have imported dogs that have no, given them fake not. rabies vaccinations. No, it's not. No, because no, we know firsthand of a, of a family, uh, I mean, uh, of a rescue that we know here in San Francisco that gets dogs from Mexico and they're all legit vaccinations and everything. Exactly. The dog rescues that are rescuing dogs from other countries, they are not worrying about pumping out the dogs fast to make more money. They are in the midst of dog despair where they're working. And they are aware of rabies and the reality and the dangers of it. And they are working to fight it. And they're very concerned about it. So they're making damn sure that they're putting rabies vaccinations on all dogs they can rescue. And that's one of their goals to, you know, get everybody rabies vaccinated and neutered and spayed. That's what dog rescues do. But that's not what dog breeders are worried about, is it? So this means that the rescue dogs are being penalized and suffering because of these breeder dogs and these unethical breeder dogs that are coming in with fake certificates? That's exactly 
exactly what's going on. No surprise there. Again, and whose fault is this? This is fault is for people who are demanding these type of dogs. It's their fault. Yeah, it's people... People who are insisting on getting puppies when there aren't none available and asking them to be produced at a high rate and not looking at the consequences of the reality that they're creating with this demand. You know, people just not being conscious of the, their consumerism. Yeah. And, you know, some people are by default, just don't think about it. It doesn't make them evil. But uh, well. <laughs> here we are today with this yeah. problem. Now there is a ban on dogs being rescued from so many countries. And this is because that the breeders have been overwhelmed and they've been cutting corners and giving false rabies vaccinations in order to get dogs, you know, out and make more money. That's what's been going on. This is not, see, this is not fair because, again, when we go back and we talk about the rules that they made against having dogs on airlines, it's not that black and white, and there just needs to be some guidelines. And that's what they just go straight to, like, no. Instead of, like, having some of the documents that you need to show, or why can't it be for the, uh, just for the, the dogs that are doing, or the breeders that are doing this for money, not the rescues, because they're complying. So it's not fair to just blanket over entire groups of dogs. That's absolutely right, Tiffany. I agree with you. This is not a solution to just say, stop, no more. It's the same, as you said, with the emotional support animals. When they found that there is a problem, they just stopped it. And now they found that there is a problem with fake rabies certifications. They stop it. I mean, to be fair, it's not forever. They say it's temporary and they're going to revisit it in a year. But that is a year of thousands of dogs that could have been rescued and are now facing euthanasia or homelessness and so the consequence is real the there's a big consequence to all of this uh, that comes with irresponsible breeders and yeah this is it kind of goes down to that it, it comes back to that in many cases doesn't it that you know there is there's we need to choose adoption before breed, breeding dogs you know i was in um and I'm not trying to insult anyone, but, you know, I was, it just got back from Marin and I saw a, a lot of dogs. Um, and I would, I would say about 98% of them were breeder dogs. And so I think, unfortunately, there's this like status thing about buying a special dog. And, you know, we need to squash that. Like that needs to stop. We need to do what's right for the dog, not what what we want to look like with a dog or what we think or what we think a specific dog um, traits are that we only can get in that dog. It's, those are just simply not true. There are some traits to breeds, but it doesn't make up for the majority of the personality of your dog. And it, it's in very rare cases maybe that you have to have a specific breed of dog. It's What case is that? It's very, I mean, it's just there is no reason. Um, you know, I mean, I guess you choose your life partner for certain traits, but you, ultimately there's also, you know, it, I, it's, you, a dog is a different than that. You need to really be a responsible person in this time, in this climate. And, you know, I'm just going to say it's the green thing to do as well. That's a good way to put it. It's the green thing to do because, you know... 
So what if you're saying, you know, that you really want to breed and for, for these reasons that would fit you and if you can't have that breed then you don't want to have a dog and so it really has to be this breed and you know what, there's actually nothing wrong with that because there are so many good things about different breeds but the situation is that we're breeding over demand. Mm, that's exactly right. That's it. We're breeding over demand. So and dogs are going to suffer if we have to pump out. The, they some... are suffering. Yeah. I mean, a lot. And it's, it's, you know, and also let's just go back to dogs coming from other countries. Um, it's not like they're bringing over... You, it's not the dogs that are bringing over the disease it's the organization or or the the whatever it is that's not doing something properly so why are we going to penalize this this animal that could has every right to have a, a good happy life just like people who immigrate here who have every right to have a happy life in the pursuit of happiness that's right so we shouldn't just stop uh you know we shouldn't just put a ban on letting these dogs in. You can put a ban on the responsible organizations. And you can find ways to work through this and, and make sure that dogs are properly vaccinated rather than just stopping it. And the same thing goes with emotional support animals. Figure out a way to make this safer and better rather than to stop it. And yes, like you say, when it comes to uh, rescuing dogs from other countries, we're always met with the question, why should we rescue dogs from other countries when there are dogs in the U.S. that need to be rescued? So how do we answer that? Well, I mean, that's a, it is, I, I can see why, but, but it's, you know, we're, do we see dogs as nationalities or, I, I mean, I don't, I don't know. I think that's not okay. It's just people, I think that goes back to the whole question, like, you know, people who are against people immigrating here to the U.S., like, oh, we should help our own, you know, like, no, we're all, you know, this is a global, <laughs> we're one planet, you know, I don't know why we have to think so much with borders. Yeah, well, it is the same case in uh, human immigration that we don't really tend to think of everyone as people, but we have different immigration rules due to different nationalities. Exactly. And so how do we feel about that? I, I don't, you know, I... I don't like that. I th I really feel like, I mean, I know it's idealistic, but, you know, it would be nice if that we didn't have all of these barriers and borders and that we can all be one giant planet. Maybe that would be better and um, not have all these um, separation from each other. And cr it creates separation. Tiffany, that is a genius idea. <laughs> you, I it wonder if happened. anyone has ever thought of it before. <laughs> in it but it's not it's not realistic it will never happen in our lifetime and it's just is what it is so here we okay are. that's way too negative well it's not really negative but I mean I don't think it would happen in my lifetime I think that it can happen in our lifetime or, or wait what are we talking about specifically happening <laughs> we're talking about the open borders of the entire world yeah I don't see that happening in my lifetime I bet, you know, maybe my, my children's lifetime, maybe, I don't think, but I don't know. I don't know. It takes, yeah. Things happen slowly, as we know. Progress happens, but it really moves slow. Yeah, but for now, I read that the U.S. are kicking in 22,000 Afghan refugees 
after what happened. And I thought, wow, that's not a lot. No. That's it's not just... a lot at all, considering that you had a direct impact on the situation. Right. Absolutely. I mean, well, oh, God. Other countries are going to take care of those. And you know what? I hope that the countries who are going to step up and take care <laughs> of the Afghan refugees are also going to step up and take care of these dogs that are now denied entry yeah. and rescue from the U.S. You know what is if you if you if you're unsure about this, let me just put it this way, and this is this is going to be hard to hear, but sometimes we have to hear the bad stuff. But you know, I, there was one time where I worked at a rescue that took a lot of dogs from Mexico, and those dogs were so great. They were off the street, and something about them was extra special, and I really really loved them all. And they were in such good care before they came to the U.S. They got all of their medical treatment. They were in a foster home. And if those dogs were not rescued, do you know how they euthanize them in Mexico? They put them in a giant room of water. I mean, they put them in the they put oh them God. they put them in a giant room and then they fill the room with water and they drown them. It's horrible. Oh my God! I know. I'm just saying because we have to know the truth sometimes to understand why this is not okay. And these dogs are incredible. Many people have dogs from other countries who are that is their family member. To think of them being treated like that, executed like that, it's heartbreaking. It's it is. It's inhumane. It's not okay. And the thing is that we have a chance here to have an effect on this situation and rescue those dogs. And so many people are. And now this is being put a hold on for at least a year while they revisit the ban. And there's just, nothing yeah. we can do but wait. Nothing. And it, it just goes back to education and just awareness about what, why, what, when you buy a dog from a pet store or from a breeder, why that is uh, affecting another dog's life in a very negative way and that you're supporting that so that's what needs to be that's where the awareness if people stop doing that stop creating the demand for these dogs that they buy thousands of dollars for this this would not be an issue because the dogs would be extra special we would want them you know in our homes and and be like oh my gosh oh yay there's some dogs coming from mexico we're so excited because because it's a special, it should be a special treat to have a dog that it's not available so f to everyone so easily. That's my opinion. People need to open their eyes and see the bigger picture when we consume things. We're doing it for food and for our meat and for how our clothes are produced and how our Apple products are made and how the workers are treated. And we need to do the same for dogs because the situation has gotten because the situation has gotten very real right now with the puppy pandemic and everybody needing to have a puppy and getting them from abroad has created this situation now that thousands of dogs are banned from coming into the US because these breeders have been irresponsible they made fake rabies vaccinations and now the rescue dogs are paying for the price yeah, why are the rescue dogs paying for the price when they're doing the right thing? Well, I understand that the CDC is, of course, concerned and, you know, we don't want to have rabies into America. The U.S. has actually been free from rabies um, as far as dog rabies goes since 2007. So it's very important that we keep it that way. I mean, imagine that you get bit from by a dog, Tiffany, or your dog gets bit by a dog in the park and it's like, oh, well, this dog is from... China and turns out that he didn't have a rabies vaccination and your dog got rabies and died or you got rabies and died 
because once you've been affected, it's almost always, you know, a terrible outcome. So it's it's a serious situation. If we get rabies in here, it's serious that they're giving out fake rabies yeah. certificates. It's horrible. And people can die and dogs can die. It is serious. So I understand that the CDC is scared and they have to take action. You know, it's about, but yeah, the question is, um, you know, it's, is, is it the CDC's fault that the rescue dogs are suffering or... No, not really. I think it's, you know, the breeder's fault and the people who have been putting this demand without realizing the quality that of what they're consuming. It's not quality. These breeders are just pumping out dogs to get, make money. They're here to make money, and that's the bottom line. When somebody's doing it for the wrong reasons, or, or, which especially selling animals should be illegal, first of all, because that that's what's creating this. Uh, uncaring environment because they're doing I don't want to pay for rabies I don't give a shit about this dog um, this just makes some money that's money 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 must be funny yeah and you know what save your money and get a rescue dog because it's actually cheaper and you don't have to worry about them giving you a fake rabies certificate because they're actually worried about spreading rabies but yeah they care about that they don't they wouldn't want to, to put any dog or human in that position i mean you know the animal shelters all i mean they legally have to do the right way so do the rescue so it's it's just the right way to go there's so many reasons for you to choose that way but here we are yeah and also if you are one of the people who got a dog from abroad during the pandemic then you might want to go into your vet and get your dog tested to make sure that the dog actually is rabies vaccinated and that your certificate isn't fake and i do worry that people who do listen to this podcast are not the ones that will actually you know get dogs from a breeder so if you know someone, then you need to you need to spread this awareness yourself, please. Uh, yeah. Yeah, we need to keep talking to everyone we know, and you know, mention uh, these things that we talk about here on the podcast because it has a direct effect on spreading the information, making people more aware of what's going on in the dog rescue. I mean, people just need to, like I said earlier, they need to think about what they're consuming with everything and. We need to open their eyes that this concerns when you get a dog as well. Yeah, I mean, think about it. How do you want to leave this planet? Do you want to leave it where you made things worse? Or do you want to leave this planet where you actually made a difference or something positive? Yeah, but that sounds so grandiose when we put it like that sometimes. But, you know, sometimes it really just comes down to mentioning a little piece of information to a friend that might not be in the know. Because that's what this is about. People are not evil. People don't want dogs to not have rabies vaccination or have bad breeders. It's just that they don't know. Yeah, you're right. And so, you know, it, which always surprises me. I, I always think, wow, like, how could they not know? I mean, it, it, you know, I, I mean, but, but you're right because I've had numerous conversations with people that I would think would know that don't know and are, are really still ignorant about it. Um, but I do, I do have to say that I have also met people who do know and still do the wrong thing. Yeah, there's always going to be those. And that's the kind of world we live in. But mostly I think it comes down to knowledge and 
uh, people being well enough off uh, in society and in the world to be able to care for their animals. It's a level of welfare that's required and it's a level of knowledge that's required to, to and to make things better because that's what we've seen in the past. When people have education and welfare, they take better care of each other and themselves and their animals. So we're just going to have to keep working towards that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, are, are you saying that when it's those that are more educated or because it's certainly not like a class thing like you i mean there's definitely people who there who are educated oh yeah now you're thinking about uh, degrees and universities uh, i'm when i say education i'm talking about uh you know a basic level of education that comes to all people and higher education being available to people too it's just creates a bigger awareness of uh, how animals affect our own well-being and the ecosystems and the you know all the circles in our society that spins around what when we understand things better we respect them more yeah no yeah there's there's there hasn't been a lot of focus on this in the in the big picture or the big scheme of things because you know it hasn't been made a priority or there's so many other things to focus on and um but this does have a huge impact and we're passionate about it obviously because we we just love love dogs so much and see the see them as they're they're as they're we love them (laughs) we love them we're family members and everybody does love their dogs um but we have to think big bigger than broader than that and that's what we're trying to do here and we ask your help to spread that too so there is a, there is not enough information and that's been one of our goals is we do want to get more information in the school system um, starting with the young the, the 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 children and so that hopefully now that kids are back in school maybe we can start doing this yeah we're very excited about getting our outreach program uh, going um, but as far as this episode goes you guys have to go out there and chit chat and tell people about what you hear and you can also go to fairytalesdogrescue.com and one of the ways that you help us spread the word is that you can follow us on Instagram, Fairytales Dog Rescue. It's actually fairy underline tales underline dog underline dog rescue. And tales as in dog tale, fairy tales dog rescue on Instagram. Follow us and help us reach a wider spread in order to fight dog homelessness. Yeah, I mean, social media is a great place to start. So if you're not like comfortable with with just having those conversations you know post something uh share something find some articles anything that can spread more awareness so we all can do our part and you know i know that um sometimes people want to turn a blind eye to something that is hard to see or or painful but that doesn't help we can we've got to face it we have to face things that are not right and we have to do something about it um and this is what we chose to focus on. You know, there's a lot of things we want to do in the world to make a better place. Um, but if you're passionate and love dogs and love animals and doing the right thing, and you know, it is the most hum- It is a, hu- a part about being a human is to have humanity and care about others. And uh, dogs, you know, are certainly deserving of that. On a lighter note, <laughs> I I petted a dog the other day. Uh, you know, uh, there's always when 
whenever a dog walks by my car, uh, since I'm a dog walker, they always stop and have to sniff and they always look at me and the, the owners are slightly embarrassed because they don't know why their dog is like refusing to just walk by me, but you know, because they don't smell what the dog smells. Yeah. <laughs> But anyway, I petted this dog and he was really interesting looking. He was sort of like a large pit bull with a really um, rough, wild fur. And so I was like, do you know what type of dog it is? And uh, he's like, yeah, I got him tested. And he started uh, naming all these dog breeds. And then he said, coyote. Oh, my God. A dog even had coyote? Oh, wow. I a trip. I know. I was like, ooh, how did that happen? Yeah, I know. Where's this coyote in there? Oh, that's so cool. I love dog. I love dogs that have so many different mixes in them. It's such, it just tells a really cool story. Yeah, I mean, all breeds are interesting. And, you know, as far as the, the breed testing goes, I think that's so fun. I mean, I had uh, both my mutts uh, breed tested. And some people have uh, had a different reaction to it. Like, you know, it's not... Like, it's stupid to want to find out your dog's breed. Really? I didn't know that. I didn't know there was a reaction like that. Yeah. And, I mean, of course, for the obvious reason that it doesn't matter. We are well aware of that in the dog rescue world, that the dog breed doesn't matter. So why are you getting your dog tested? Like, one breed isn't better than another one. Um, but, but yeah, that does have some been some reactions, but... I thought it was fun just because you get to know your dog more if you know yeah. a little bit of what breeds are in there. Yeah, I know. I need to do Benny's. Yeah, I definitely. I, I, I know. I oh, know. he's a dachshund chihuahua. But his legs are tall, long. I don't know. I still, you know, who knows? But, you know, I do want to say, because I was thinking about it, you know, Louise, we don't have any dogs right now. Um, that's right we don't um, and there's definitely there's some reasons for that so um, but we wanted I wanted to just put it out there because I saw some really cute dogs on the Contra Costa Animal Shelter page the other day and you know please go check out your local shelters um, they're great organizations and we work closely with Contra Costa and they're the most amazing women there who care so much about the dogs and try to find rescues for them um, so I just wanted to say please go check them out if you're in the Bay Area, definitely do that. And um, what was I going to say? I don't know. I was going to say something. But it's kind of funny how dogs love, when they, they know that we love dogs. Because we talked about this before, that when we when a dog walks by us, they just look at us like this knowing, and they come straight to us like, oh, I want to greet you. It's like we're celebrities amongst dogs. Doesn't that smell like a dog or something? I don't know. I think I, I can smell do. our energy too. I know, but you, I know you smell like a dog because you, you've got that dog mobile with all your dogs that you go in walking with. So, and we all know, we both know that you were a dog in another life. <laughs> but we also found something else about you from because we haven't podcasted in a while. So Louise and I went away to a clear lake and um we've we've discovered that that louise is a swamp goddess oh. <laughs> i am a swamp goddess it suits her perfectly what's what is your your name your swamp goddess name that you should change to Antea. yeah that is so you i know but doing a name change is a lot of work yeah i know but i swear that that suits you so well i love that name 
Maybe you should change that to end your Tinder account. Cause you could I was trying to change oh, my Tinder yeah. account, but you can't just change your name on there. You have to like close you, it, restart close, it, yeah, which yeah. is not a lot of work, but honestly, I just couldn't be bothered. Yeah, no, I know. Yeah, I'm not on there enough. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Fucking online dating is horrible, I have to say. I mean, it's good and bad, you know, pros and cons for sure. Yeah, I, I wouldn't say it's that bad. It's just dating in general. Well, I had one particular really bad experience that we're not going to talk about here, so I guess I'm still... But I've had some really good experiences, too, that's for sure. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, online is just a reflection of the real world, I think. I mean, it's just the same. You get out there, and it's win or lose. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> sometimes you win, sometimes you lose. <laughs> that's just how it goes <laughs> yeah but yeah well anyways now as we're moving on to like the wrong su- su- uh, subjects for a, a, a animal rescue podcast yeah well yeah and you can just edit out anything I say that's totally wrong and inappropriate yeah yeah totally <laughs> <laughs> let's just you know let's just see what happens let's just yeah. let it flow and yeah let it flow. Okay, you can definitely need to cut that out because I can't sing. Yeah, shit. don't worry about that. Okay, good. I think you can sing. Oh, no, I can't. Yes, really? you can. When have you heard me sing? Right now. That wasn't that wasn't that bad? It sounded good. Really? Yeah. Shit. You know, I, my mom is, my mom, I always have this thought that I cannot sing because my mom is so bad at singing and she makes herself worse, actually. She's like, she tries to sing, but I think she knows she's bad, so she actually makes it worse sound worse for fun i can't edit. i know what you mean but i think of you as i think of a lot of people as really good singers but they're just too scared of singing because if you've been told once that you're not good at it it's yeah. i don't know because it's such a show yourself thing to sing you know it's uh, that if people are not encouraged to do it they tend to really shy away from it yeah it's like people are either I can yeah. sing, yeah. you know, without told. Yeah, or you don't want to sing at all. It's I like you're so yeah. either or with the singing, you know, and mm-hmm. it's just that. I I think most people can sing. That's interesting. I know because I like because everyone sing. can dance. No, not everyone can dance. They say that they can't dance. People say, "Oh, I don't dance," but it's like you're just not letting go. You're just yeah, like, exactly. you're thinking too hard about it because really dancing for me. I mean, I love to dance, mm-hmm. but. I'm not a trained dancer. I just like let my body move to the music and don't care about other people think. And you get better the more you do it, you know, mm-hmm. both like getting in the groove with the music or like finding your own movement or yeah. jam. There's nothing and wrong. It's the same there's with... no wrong way of dancing. And it's, there's no wrong way of singing. I mean, there's like, if you have to look at recorded uh, singing artists, like, of course, there are people that hit fake notes all the time and that's their thing. They just mm-hmm. know how to make music out of it. Mm-hmm. So there's no such thing as you know I no. should sing more then maybe I should sing it I know because I do if I know the lyrics I love to sing to it if I'm alone or you know but most of the time I can only remember the main part of the lyrics and I forget the rest and then I mouth it like I can pretend I can and I know what I'm saying it's very therapeutic to sing yeah just like dancing's therapeutic like I for me I feel dancing it's like I'm shaking off energy, but it's, and I'm moving, and I'm, I feel like I'm a happy place, and I need that more in my life. 
I sing to the dogs a lot uh, at work in the car, mm -hmm. and I feel like it just creates a really nice energy, depending mm -hmm. on what you sing, of course. Mm -hmm. uh, but you know, it's um, they appreciate it, and the same thing too. Like if you start dancing when when you have a lot of dogs or foster dogs or, or you know, it's like they get excited. They start feeling the energy and they react to it. They, you know, it's. You dance with you. Yeah. They love it. Yeah. I know. I know. Gosh, I love my dog so much. I miss Benny and Frederick. I haven't seen them enough in the last few days. So um, it's, they're just, they make me feel so good. They're just my companions and they sleep with me. And, you know, I don't feel alone in bed because I got my dogs cuddling up with me. Um, but do not bring them on a flight. <laughs> You could, Don't you dare. Gosh. Nobody's even flying anywhere anyways. Well, where's everybody? No one gets to go anywhere these days. Yeah, yeah. Now, I just discovered yeah, that I was... I had some flights I was looking forward to. Um, to go over the Atlantic to the better part of the world. <laughs> but we both got... Wah, wah, wah. I know, I was supposed to go to Bali, mm. but no, borders are closed because COVID is phase two right now. That's right. It's not over. We're still sitting put in our yeah. places. Yeah. Not going anywhere. We got the masks back on here in California. Yeah, but you know <coughs> that 80-something percent, I forget the exact, but 80-something percent in San Francisco are vaccinated? Well, that's nice. Yeah. So. That's more than you can say from some states. Yeah. Like, yeah, like, our, like, was it Florida at the worst? <laughs> Florida's like, everyone's sick and dying. Florida's so bad. Uh, I just went to Tennessee uh, oh. the other weekend, and, you know, I, I was bringing my vaccination card because here in San Francisco, um, we're, like, the first city in America to require that you show the vaccination card yeah. when you go into bars and restaurants. So I was like, I'll bring it just to be safe. But yeah. Nobody asked for it there, of course. <laughs> and nobody was wearing masks inside. No, when no. you go to the grocery stores, like, nobody cares. Yeah. That's, yeah, well, that's the South for you, isn't it? Like, sure so is. <laughs> oh, but, it's, but you're in Nashville. I figured Nashville would be a little bit more advanced, no? Yeah, there are people who care there. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> but you, you still see the difference when you go from San Francisco to Nashville. Yeah. Well, shit, people are dying, and on their deathbed, they're like, get the vaccine, croak. <laughs> it's like, dude, man, you left behind all your kids, you know, and now you're thinking about it? Yeah. Now, those, now they're orphans. Nice job. You snooze, you lose. You snooze, you lose. That was one of my favorite sayings, and, uh, you know, I know someone who hated it when I said that. <laughs> we won't say who that person is, but... He doesn't listen to the podcast anyway, so... Yeah. We don't want him to listen. No, don't even listen. You know who you are. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, so, you know, I don't know. If you're not sure about vaccinations, please go to the right resources to make sure you're getting the right information and you're not getting some hogwash stuff, so, because, you know... People are dying and they're not vaccinated and they could have not died if they were vaccinated, you know. And you know what? If you're spreading COVID, you're keeping the CDC busy and we need to have them focused on reviewing the ban against dogs coming into the U.S. So do everyone a favor, get vaccinated, 
let the CDC focus on figuring out how to avoid breeders giving fake rabies certificates. Yeah. Okay, so okay, let's just give CDC right some space here right now to focus yeah. on dogs. Yeah. Come on, man. Do your part. Shit. And wear a mask. Like, come on. It's really not that bad. And think about it. You don't have to smile at everyone if you don't feel like it. It's not that. There's so many different colors and designs. I don't know why people feel like they. it's infringing on their rights. I mean, you have to wear a seatbelt. You have to wear a I'm actually starting to like the mask a Me little too. bit. Me too. I mean... I don't like it when I get dog hair in it. In the, in the, <laughs> <laughs> I have a mask with a lot of dog hair on it, but I like to keep that one in the car. That's the same mask. Yeah. And, and then I have a non-dog hair mask for when I do other things. Oh, so you get your fancy mask. I do. Yeah, I know. Because you, like, then you get the dog hair in your throat. No. <laughs> you know, <that's> <laughs> oh, I have a lot of dog hair. I'm hungry. I think it's time to wrap it up. All right. So is that a wrap? It's a wrap. All right. Ciao. Take care, people. He never tells me that he's sick of this house. He never says, why don't you get off that couch? He don't cost me nothing when he wants to go out. I want you to love me like my dog He never says I need a new attitude Him and my sister ain't always in a few When I leave the seat up he don't think that it's true I want you to love me like my dog does Just go crazy He never looks at me like he 